Welcome downtown to this woman from NYC on the 5th, where wellness meets good vibes. Listen along for perspectives on cultivating a nourishing life of well-being, greater meaning, fulfillment, and purpose. It's all love. It's all healing. It's all ascension to greatness. Here's your host, Jazz Feliciano. We are gently reminded of acts of letting go and sometimes the losses. One particular response to a loss of a loved one is grief, and it's such a multifaceted reaction. That is why support and creating space, even online, is so important. Tom Bidoff is a fellow blogger extraordinaire who created the blog called Good Grievings. Having lost his beloved mother and sister, he wanted to establish a place where fellow readers can feel comforted as they go through their stages of grief, all while respecting the memories of lost loved ones. He is also not a stranger to the podcast experience. He was a former and return guest on Soul Guy with Ash and Jazz. Now it is with extreme appreciation that I welcome Tom to On The Fifth. What's up, Tom? Hey, Jazz. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I really appreciate it that you were able to come on board onto this one and chat with me for a little bit. From your own words, I think speaking on grief is so important. Um, look, grief is really taught, not really talked a lot about. Um, you know, back in when I when I first lost my mom, um, over the years I've seen grief's been talked about more, and people are really more outspoken about it. People are more aware of what grief is and how it's really handled every day. And talking about it is very important because it gives people um, like myself a way to vent. And venting is like a huge, it's a huge relief for me. Um, vent and talk about their loved ones. Instead of bottling up those feelings that can turn negative if you don't let them out. And we all know like what that, neg- that negativity, um, the, the effects of the negativity can be when not dealing with the grief. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those believers that if you don't express your emotions and they bottle up, you definitely do can occur some some form of dis-ease within your body and that usually it always usually manifests as some type of sickness or uh, a disease or even worse even sometimes cancer yeah um anxiety is huge was huge for me Um, heck yeah just like like they say that you know in counseling they said the hamster wheel when your mind just races and races and like you let everything bother you and like you just can't stop thinking about just everything and everything is just like you're a sponge to that and and that's how it was for like the first few years you know just didn't know how to how to deal you know but uh venting is is huge even if it's just like a little little things here and there you know but i've learned so much in the last 20 years even in the last year since you know our last con- our last podcast last year a whole different mindset that i'm in right now that's awesome so coming out of that dark space and more into the lighter side life so to speak who was who is your inspiration, both in your personal and your professional life? There's three specific people. Obviously, my wife Elaine is one of them. She she's always there for me. Always supports my um, you know, my 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 doings and motivates me to to be to be better. She supported me through everything, every goal that I have. You know, she even was the one that recommend not recommended, but like how to monetize my blog, and that's what I'm currently working on. Um, the second person is the person who really. Got going on my blog uh, my cousin ryan he runs bloggingforparadise.com um he's the one who pushed me to start my blog and really just you know take off with the good grievings because it's not like it's not a correct term but i think it, it's catchy and it just you know it sticks in people's minds he continues to just be my inspiration each day just with different things and you know motivation and um the third person is actually my mentor and coach that i've actually um been working with for the last like six seven weeks 
Um, she's guided me to just different realms that I didn't even know existed through meditation. Um, she's taught me some awesome tools just to clear my space out and to, to actually deeply meditate, to, to be really clear and think clearly and also strengthen my intuition. So that would help me, you know, with my new endeavor in, in uh, grief coaching. Oh, that's awesome. Because that sounds like, especially that coach, that she, she definitely plays a bigger role now going into that transition as far as what's your next step. Um, which I'm sure we're going to be talking about pretty soon because now it leads us into the next question. Mm-hmm. In our last conversation offline, we discussed how you were starting this new venture on coaching. Like elaborate with the listeners on what that is. How did it manifest it in your life? Um, so like I, like I was saying with my blog, um, I knew there was always more to what I was doing, right? There was always, it took me like three years to start this blog and then it was kind of stagnant for it was good for a while and it was kind of stagnant because it was kind of ripping up the ripping off those old band-aids that you know um that i didn't know how to deal with so i took a break and then um just in the last like six months we're uh, you know talking with elena and just figuring out why how i can monetize the blog and um i really haven't blogged much but i'm really active on twitter and stuff like that um so I was like, well, I can do, you know, coaching. Why can't I do coaching? Why can't I do, you know, grief coaching? You know, coach others, give them the support that I didn't have, you know, back when I was younger, you know, with all the loss that I've experienced. And like I said, in those last seven weeks, I've been succumbed to so much more, um, so many tools to effectively, like, think clearly and, like, um, make quick decisions on, you know, how I want to start the coaching, what I want to do. I'm, I'm still in the process of doing all that. But at the same time, it, it's it's um, it's in it's in the beginning stages of you know, and I'm gonna actually it's gonna be called uh, intuitive grief grief coaching, where I'm gonna like be more yes a grief coach, but at the same time, kind of give them steps and ways to handle them, handle the you know handle the things that I wasn't able to handle, you know, t- you know, 15, 20 years ago that I know now. That is pretty cool. So this um this whole coaching experience you mentioned uh that it was a uh, another woman kind of intervened there and uh as you were going into this uh into this phase of wanting to do this coaching thing how did you guys meet up like was it a workshop type of a deal um so we, it was actually ra- really random that we met her we went to this um I don't know what it was like a workshop or actually Elena went to buy some crystals or something like that we met at I don't even know what it was like a like a crystal workshop. They had all these vendors outside. The woman there, she was there and she was doing like readings or I don't even remember. It was back in May, uh, May of this year, I believe it was. But we were there and we were walking around and we talked to her and then we kind of, you know, walked around and went, went on the inside and went back and we had like a conversation with her. And she was just, we were just really drawn to her and we had this conversation and we were telling her that I had, you know, my, intu- my intuition is really strong and I had some abilities that I was able to sense spirit and stuff like that. And um, we just vibed, you know, talked for like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. And um, we just stayed in contact. I actually started following her on, on Instagram and we stayed in contact. And then like six weeks ago, I went to uh, she was doing a medicinal uh, medicinal meditation, like, I don't know, was a training or or what? it was really out of my comfort zone. And I messaged her and I said, you know, do you think I should um, do you think this is something that would be good for me? She came back with this big thing. She was like, I think it would be awesome for you. I think you need to come. I think you need to, to just just do it. And I don't know what it was because things like that that are in my comfort zone, I was just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe I should. And I was just like, I'm just going to go. I just was drawn to going. 
So I had no clue what was in store. So oh, wow. here's this big, big brother guy, right? Carrying a yoga mat and a, and, a, and a bottle of water into this, like, almost like a sanctuary. It's like an old, like, old, like 1800 church. Yeah. But it's not like a church anymore. They still do like weddings and stuff. But anyway, so I get there and I'm the only guy there. And the lady that's running it, who is now my coach, you know, she was just really welcoming and very just like supportive and stuff like that. And so I sit down and I'm sitting on the yoga mat and I'm sitting there and I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, what's going to happen? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, everybody's sitting down. I was like, um, okay. So I'm sitting there and she starts going into it. And it was like a legit hour and 15 minute meditation that I've never experienced before. Like that was the first time I ever meditated. And wow. it was so deep, so emotional. And like, I was the only guy there the only male there that was actually there for that. Like there was other two guys there, there, but they were just very like there for the experience. I was there for like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. But I was like, holy, like <laughs> what is going <laughs> on? Right. I can't even explain it. I, I, it would take like 45 minutes just to explain like the, the effects of it. I was, I walked out of there and like, it was, it was great. Right. And long story short, I did it. I went through with it. It was the best thing I could have done. And so she offered a coaching program at the end. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Maybe I should do this. So I got, and I got up and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to look into this. And she's like, didn't, not even a hesitation. She says, you should do this. It's going to change your life. And I got home and I talked to Elena and I was like, this is what it is. This is what I, I think I need to do. And she was like, go for it. So the next day, I, um, I, that, two days later, I did like a, a call with her. And from then on, it's just been life changing like different mindset, more clarity, um, no judgment. And it's surprising how meditation is just super easy. And it doesn't come super easy for a lot of people, but it's just super like e easy. I can't explain it. I don't, know, I don't know if you meditate or not, but um, for the people that oh, yeah. do, for the people that do, if it's not easy, don't get frustrated because it, it's very, some people is just different. Everybody's different, you know, everybody reacts to things differently. But that's how I became, that's how I became, she became my mentor through that whole medicinal training and knowing her about, you know, from, from last May and yeah, it's been awesome. So, that is so I, cool. So what did your, um, you mentioned in the, the top of the conversation when you were discussing on, on the whole, how it happened, you mentioned that you experienced like some certain abilities besides intuition. How did you discover that this was being tapped in? Um, so I did some soul soul searching with some with this um with another psychic I don't know if she's a psychic but she's her intuition she's a coach too and i met her through twitter and i did a reading with her and it was pretty much confirmed there i mean it was all it's not all, for the longest time i thought it was all in my head that i could see sense and, and smell spirit like not smell but smell the senses of the spirit and stuff like that um they clear clear uh clairvoyant clairaudient Clear sentence, clear sentence, and clear alliance, right? So yeah. they call it the clairs. So I have all four of them, okay? Um, some are stronger than others, but it was confirmed through that reading. And then as I've been gotten, going on with, with uh, my coach now um, and all the being, you know, the meditation and, and just being very open. And it's just the things that, I've done in meditation, the things that she's guided me through meditations, because she sends me meditations, um, guided meditations to um, to help me along. Um, just the things that's happened, it's really been confirmed. And the things that I've actually experienced before the coachings that are actually on my on my blog right now.
how I've sensed the spirit with my father-in-law and my god sister and and um, even my mom. Um, it's all real. Like everybody has the ability to do it, but some have stronger than the others. But it's it's actually going to be something that's going to be in, incorporated in my grief and my in my coachings. It's going to be something that you know I haven't all put that all together, like I said, but it's going to be something that's going to be a part of my coachings. And it's actually um, interesting because and it's one of the things that you had um, we had talked about last year on one of the podcasts that we did, you know, with, with Ash and, and you about yeah. um, I was listening to it. Actually, I went to uh, on the trip to New Jersey last weekend and I was listening to that first podcast because that's it was just that that flight was that long. You know, it was like an hour long flight. So I listened to the whole thing and I remember talking about the whole intuition and it's something I wouldn't pursue because I was told in a previous uh, psychic reading that it wasn't meant for me because I was too sensitive. And I, I actually went along and, and agreed with that, that person. And oh, it's just wow. amazing. Yeah. It's really weird how and now a year later, I'm here talking to you about that, saying that that's going to be a part of my coaching. So you know what's so a, funny? Not to yeah. cut you off, but what's so funny is that I find it ironic that some, that another psychic would say something like that. Right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, really? Because, you know? if, because if anything, it would be more encouraged. That's why yeah. I find it so strange. That's a red flag yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I am a sensitive guy. Like, I'm, you know, I mean, like they say cancers are really sensitive and caring. And, and I am like, but at the same time, you know, I have like an on and off switch, I guess. But um, uh, it's just weird how like when I was listening to that I thought back, I was like, wow, what a difference a year makes. Right. And right there. It sure just does. Proven proven fact like you know just how a clearer mind can be like yeah i can do this you know what i mean so, yeah 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 absolutely no because when elena had mentioned it to me um that you were you were going through this whole journey right now uh as far as your own spiritual growth and it just made me realize i was like oh yeah he's a cancer it's that's why i don't want to say it's it's that's essentially why <laughs> you're developing this. But I noticed that a lot of water signs like Cancer, Pisces, Scorpios, they tend to have an easier time to tap into that psychic and clairvoyancy and all that other good stuff because it's just a natural, it's like an innate type of ability, even though we all possess it, but it's a lot easier to be able to maneuver in that type of energy space. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, no, I totally I totally get it. Like you, I share the same clairvoyancy. I have four too as well. And at first, it was kind of scary because I because my journey started when I was five years old, and nothing makes sense when you're <laughs> when you're no, that little. No. <laughs> so so I and I've always been like a little a little researcher. So like I would go to the libraries and stuff like that when I didn't. You know, this is way before the internet, and I didn't have the answers that I was seeking and. The Bible only went so far with it, so I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, let me uh, let me start reading some books." And that's how my own my whole journey started. Probably when I was, I started to see all these things when I was five, especially through the dreams. And I got into like junior high, started going to the library, started reading more stuff and getting more oriented and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, but like you said, it's real. It's definitely real, and it's out there. And and some people are very. Are, are very sensitive to it and they're very um they're very much in tune with the universe so to speak so i thought that's, that's pretty cool so what yeah. is one mindful practice that you wish you knew before meditation like i would always be like i can't do that i can't do that you know well my mind wanders when i try to do that or something like that and like 
you know, my cousin who I mentioned earlier, Ryan, he, uh, he's, you know, meditates twice a day, um, just for 15 minutes. Um, I'm trying to, I'll be honest, I'm trying to get on the schedule where I do that t- twice a day for at least 15 minutes, at least the guided meditations, but I do them, I do them enough to where, um, I don't do them enough to where I know that I can just be clear all the time, which I'm still working on cause it's still all new to me. Um, but it's definitely something that like I recommend to people at my job because I know it helps me, you know, it may not help them, but at least if they give it a try, maybe it will. But it just gives you a mirror, mirror, more, more clear thought process, more like a, more like you could be in a situation. For me, I can be in a situation and think more clear and give like a more precise answer rather than just like jump to the first thing in my mind because I'm more clear. My space is more clear. I have, like I said, the tools that she's given me just to have like an like an old ancestor that's like a part of my a part of my healing it's it's really um amazing what meditation can do for your mind because at the end of the day you control everything that you think and meditation can clear all that away you can think so clear i know i keep saying clear but it's like it's god's honest truth like yeah you, you can speak for it like how clear you can be and just focused and you kind of weed out the people that like do you think or like the people to be around. Yeah. But at the same time, you can feel like, okay, I can't, I can't be with them. Like, it's really weird. Like, you know, you're going to cut them off. Right. But right. Um, it makes you really, it's eye opening. I think it's also, um, you're being very conscious and being very self-aware of your energy circle. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Cause it's like, more you're like into the more you are aware, the more you are meditating, you start to realize like, okay, I need to persevere my own energy space. And if something is draining me, then it has to be cut off in some way. So, yeah, no, I totally get it. What is your biggest fear? And uh, how did you conquer it if you have thus far or if you're still dealing with it? I had to think about this one because, like, everybody has a fear, right? I'm like, I don't have no, I don't have any fears, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah. never, I never thought that I'd be able to work for myself, right? Which... I'm, now I'm working towards. It's not saying yeah. that I, you know, I wouldn't work for what I'm doing now, but at the same time, long term, I mean, why not, right? Absolutely. And why not? I moved out of a state that I guess that's a big fear too. Moving when I moved the first time, I was like, I'm not moving, and I was in denial for years, even though I knew I was moving, and it was time to move, and I was like, oh, I'm really doing this. So I moved across country, and then. And, I never thought I would move again. And I moved cross country again with two kids. So that's a big fear. But I was like, we did it once. Why can't we do it again? So I guess those two things, I just did it. I don't know. Like, I just said, why not? You know, I think that first move from New Jersey, because I moved from New Jersey to Arizona. And I think that took a lot of, like, a lot of the fear away from doing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like I left there. I never thought I would leave there. I lived there for 24 years. And I was like, why not? Let's do it. And I went there with no job. Elena had no job. We're just like, okay. And it worked out. Like I got a job. She got a job. It's just work. everything works itself out. You know, and I, and it wasn't even clear then. I wasn't even meditating. I wasn't even doing any, any of this. I wouldn't even know that I had this clairvoyancy. So, you know, it was just at a whim. And then when we did it again, especially with two kids, when we moved from you know Arizona to where we are now in North Carolina, yeah, we just this that time I had a job obviously because I had the kids. But is there really fear though? Is it all in your mind? Is what 
I'm starting to believe because my cousin preaches that about fear. He's like, it's all in your mind, you know, and that's a whole different topic, but oh, it's, yeah. kind of, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of making more sense now the days, you know, it's like, what is really fear? But at the same time, like, I think those two moves have really like fear on the wayside. Like you can do anything. Absolutely. You can do, you can do anything you put your mind to, you know, cause at yep. the end of the day, you know, you can, you control it. So. And now coming from the opposite of the spectrum, how do you contribute unconditional love into the life of others? Uh, speaking specifically with grief, um, I, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but like I'm, it's happened where I'm at work and I can, you know, for example, um, there was some, there's a couple of people at, at, at work like last year and I just felt drawn to them. Like they were printing pictures out of, of specific family members and I just knew that they had passed away and I was just like drawn to them just to talk to them and tell them, you know, what my story was to make them feel better, console them. It just makes my, my soul smile. It just makes you feel like, you know, you have all this love to give out. Right. And that's yeah. one of the reasons, that's one of the reasons why I think I'm, I'm, I feel like, I, like I feel like that I know that I'm, be, I'm calling, I'm called to become a grief coach is because I, um, I just have that in me to, you know, help others live their life the way they should and not miss out on it because someone has passed away with that they were close to or that they love dearly you know that there's more to it than that you know there's more to it than just like wallowing in the in the grief and the depression because they they would want they want you to you know do good they want you to live your life so that's the main way that i'm going to contribute that back to the world Awesome. So what is one lesson you, you think would be very fruitful for someone who's in their 20s to know and why? So 10 years ago, I wouldn't think like this, but it's don't care about what others think. It doesn't matter what they think. Be who you are. You may lose friends along the way. And, you know, people grow apart when you get older and you move away. People grow apart. It's just a part of life, right? People come, yeah. people go. People go. People come, people go. And when that comes, you'll understand what it happens. You know, once, if that does happen, you understand and you understand why, like I do now, you know, with the meditation. Absolutely. And what about in their thirties? Um, I would say the same thing just because now that I'm in my thirties, that's when I realized it. So you may be in your twenties and not even think twice about that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're all like, you're in college and you're just living your life. Like, yep. <laughs> you have no cares. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I, you know. I did in my early 20s, but now that I'm in my 30s and it's taken me this long to realize that I'm going to be doing what I'm going to be doing with the coaching, it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you got I got my wife and kids, so they're really the main focus for me. And I understand why, obviously, right? But people come and people go. Absolutely. You, it's like the season. <laughs> everything, just, everything just falls away. Mm -hmm. So now hearing you and your experiences and how far you come along compared to when we started talking last year, I know for certain you are living and serving your life purpose at this point. Mm. Oh yeah. So what gives you it's what else gives you insight that you are? It's it's like a my intuition is just guiding me, right? Yeah. It's so strong, like it's stronger than I thought it was in the beginning. Obviously, after even being 
with the confirmation that oh, everything that I see and 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 hear is true, it's more clear now. <laughs> I keep saying that, but it's like it, I don't know what other word to use. But it's it's more almost like a like a doubt. Like I had a doubt. And I was like in my head, and I was like, why are you doing this coaching? And then there comes that ego, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, and then because I was I actually mentioned it to my when I had a a call with my coach and she was like was that really you thinking that? And I was like, mm, probably not. And she was like, exactly. So ever after that, it was just like, yep, it's, it, that wasn't me. And I'm going to be doing this. And I think it's just my intuition just guiding me and how strong it is. And, you know, when I do do my meditations, it just makes it all more real and more, um, it just strengthens it, strengthens it to, to know that I'm, I'm actually on my way to what I'm, my, my, you know, myself, my, my life purpose, purpose, excuse me. Oh, I love it. So coming down to the last question here, uh, do you have any parting wisdom that you can, or, or essentially that you would want others to know? It's, it's kind of back to what I said about that, about losing a person in your life or anyone that you feel you lost, you're lost without. It's like, don't hold those feelings in, you know, it's not worth missing out on your life. Um, life goes on after death and it, it is pretty shitty, but you don't have, you don't have to live that way. Um, you can smile and you can smile and be happy even while grieving. Um, and you can, I mean, take it from me. It took me almost three years and an, uh, a major uh, panic anxiety attack to wake up and realize like, what the hell am I doing? Um, you know, and then started the counseling and all that other stuff, but it doesn't have to be that long. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody's different and everybody wants to move. You know, they say moving, moving on is, uh, is really, harsh to stay in the beginning and it really is because everybody takes their own time to do that and in grief but i feel like the quicker you you talk about the loss the quicker you start to think about the loss and remember the loved ones the way they would want you to live the easier it'll be to actually handle and deal with them not being around anymore the longer you wait the longer your mind goes negative the longer you wait the longer your mind just like starts to take over and you, you just don't, you get lost like I did, you know, but everything, I mean, my blog shows it all from the beginning to like where I am now. And obviously, like I said, I haven't been blogging as much, but um, I've been just focusing on getting this coaching grief and, you know, grief coaching going. And, um, but that's, that's my, that's my wisdom of the day. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate you coming on the show and Whenever you're ready to come back again so we could talk somewhere, I really appreciate it. Jazz, you know me. Anytime. You let me know. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, Jazz. Check out Tom and his writing on his blog, Good Grievings. Check him out at goodgrievings.com or click the link from our homepage, thiswomanfromnyc.com. Need more wellness tips and lifestyle ideas? Get your fix now and hop on over to thiswomanfromnyc.com. And while you're there, sign up for the free newsletter for blog updates, events, and giveaways. I'm your girl Jazz, and I'll see you on the 5th.